This is an RNZ podcast. Judith Collins. Thank you, Mr Speaker. What we saw today was the Prime Minister being asked to answer some questions. David, what's that? Do we know? Can we start my time again? Oh, sorry. Can we start my time again, Mr Speaker? Yes, yes. We'll we'll just wait till that damn noise... First of all, we'll wait till David Seymour to tuck his shirt in. They can't stop. And then we'll... Is it stopped? That was the Speaker of the House, Trevor Mallard, in Parliament last Wednesday as the Chamber echoed to the sound of alerts going off on MPs' phones to tell them Wellington was going into COVID Level 2. And it was a little odd that that damn noise, as Trevor Mallard put it, seemed to take him and many other MPs by surprise because that shift was the big news at that time, as the 6pm TV news bulletins made quite clear. Kia ora, good evening. Wellington is going into COVID alert level two right now. The restrictions announced earlier today after a traveller from Sydney who spent time in the weekend in the capital tested positive when they returned home. These are the scenes from a testing station today. It was TVNZ's One News last Wednesday and over on News Hub at six at the same time, political editor Tova O'Brien reported those testing stations were being overwhelmed by anxious Wellingtonians. She said that possible close contacts had been turned away from some of those testing sites, even those people from locations of interest, which, as it turned out, hadn't been publicised until the morning after they were identified as such. The Ministry of Health failed to let the pub know the COVID case had hung out there most of Saturday night, so they opened to around 50 people at 7 this morning for the football. It would have been nice to have known a couple of hours beforehand to save us from opening, but, um, you know. And there was more. A news hub can reveal that because the ministry took so long to reveal those hotspots, even the Director General of Health himself came into close contact with someone who'd been at the Te Papa exhibition at the same time as the New South Wales case. We also understand another close contact went to an event last night attended by the Prime Minister, Deputy Prime Minister, Judith Collins, David Seymour and Chloe Swarbrick. By being so sluggish to release those locations, you exposed more people to risk, didn't you? Oh, look, I don't think it would be fair to characterise And the great and good of the national COVID response flirting with exposure to the virus prompted this question for Tova O'Brien on News Hub at 6. Is COVID feeling pretty close to home for the government? Yes, and Wellington City is a village. Everyone knows everyone, goes to the same places. It's also, of course, home to the political beltway. So that one or two degrees of separation means coming into closer contact with this place and the people running the COVID response. Now, not all Wellingtonians are quite as intimately connected as News Hub's political editor would have you believe there, but given that this could be a much more virulent variant of COVID-19 that's been imported via the trans-Tasman travel bubble, Tova O'Brien's verdict was this. There are simply no more excuses. The government needs to be better. It needs to act faster. And as for the media response to the breaking news, well, they too have done this dance before, as News Hub's Tova O'Brien put it. News sites like Stuff and the Herald.co.nz fired up early, publishing explainers on what Level 2 means and kicking off live blogs with the latest developments and comments. And at about 4.45pm, Stuff posted the first predictable picture of a Wellington supermarket shelf stripped of toilet rolls. Later that night, Media Watch's Hayden Donnell took a look at how the story broke during what he called a silent night as far as the official response went, while something else was keeping people up at night around the country. If you were up watching the cricket like I was yesterday evening, you would have probably seen some tweets flying about 
It was from New South Wales Health Authorities, and they sent out a release around 11.20pm, which named a flight into Wellington on June 18 and out of the city on June 21 as locations of interest in its COVID outbreak. So this was shared pretty widely, but it didn't prompt any public statements from our own health officials at the Ministry of Health. Hayden Donnell there last Wednesday in this week's Midweek Media Watch, which is our weekly catch-up with Karen Hay on The Lately Show. It's on the RNZ website, the RNZ app, or the Media Watch podcast feed if you missed it. Now, the Prime Minister gave this bullish response on Māori Television's Te Ao Māori News last Wednesday when she was asked if the government had been too slow. We were notified late uh, last night of the case. Interviewing went late into the night. First thing this morning, not only the locations of interest, but very clear instructions as to what we need people to do who are at those locations of interest. And the COVID-19 response minister, Chris Hipkins, also told Stuff that his message to Wellington was, keep calm and carry on. But Newsroom's political editor, Joe Moyer, threw one of the government's own slogans back at their ministers. Go hard and go early has been a winning formula against COVID-19, she wrote, but some mistakes are being made too many times, she said, under the headline, Wake up, ministers, COVID doesn't sleep. The Prime Minister insisted there was clear advice for people, something she repeated when she was asked this question by a reporter at a roadside press conference during her visit to flood-hit Ashburton. Are you satisfied with the way things are being communicated to the public? Yes, absolutely. You see on the Ministry of Health website, very, very clear instructions of those that we wish to be in isolation for 14 days and those that we wish to be in isolation uh, until receiving a test at the appropriate time right next to the venues for those people we'd like to follow through on those instructions. So very, very clear for those affected. But this wasn't always the case. For instance, when media reported that a testing station would be set up at Wellington's ASB Sports Centre because that's what the Ministry of Health told them, that was incorrect. And people noticed, for example, News Talk ZB host Tim Dower, who was pretty sour about that on Thursday morning. Then Wellington City Council says, oh no, not here. People want to do the right thing, but they can't. Are we surprised? Not really. And he wasn't the only one in the media complaining. Newsroom's Joe Moyer also pointed out that the Ministry of Health had used complicated case categories which were supposed to have been discarded by now and that ministers' answers to media inquiries didn't pass what Joe Moyer called the public expectation test that easy-to-grasp information would be passed on as quickly as possible. As Wellingtonians brace for results of tests being carried out now and over the next seven days or so, the media's expectations are also pretty clear now to politicians and those who manage their public presence.